soundtrack. Whoa, what's up, you guys? Welcome back. If you are new here and listening, thank you for joining. If you are returning back, welcome back. It's been a minute. I like to say that at the beginning of every one of these, so I think I'm just going to exclude that from now on because I'm really just taking this at my own pace. Um, But tonight I have the house to myself and I just thought I'd hop on my mic and just chat some shit a little bit, which feels good sometimes. I feel like it's good to talk things out. It's good to just audibly speak. And honestly, I do it all the time. Like sometimes I just act like I'm being interviewed. Like what? Who am I? Like at night, I know every girl does this. When you go take your makeup off or you're getting ready and you do like a Vogue get ready with me or get ready for bed with me, I know so many bitches who do this. So if you're laughing and you're going, "Uh uh-huh, that's me, I am there with you too. Uh, But sometimes it's actually good to, you know, actually hop on my public forum and talk about it. So um, welcome back. It is March 28th and I kind of had this idea for... I don't know, maybe like future events or I don't know, you guys, there's so many things I want to do, but I just made like a note of things um, in my phone that I wanted to talk about. And now I realize that they are extremely irrelevant, but also not really. Um, So I want to take a second to like talk about those. But the biggest thing, first of all, and foremost, can we please, honest to God, go back to times where the cashier at the drive-thru just took your card because that is becoming a huge pain point for me. I do not want to awkwardly try and shove my like card onto the reader for it to either tap or into the reader while you like awkwardly stick your arm out. Like it would just be so much easier for the both of us if you just took my card and then just gave it back to me. It happened at Starbucks the other day and I was like, thank you sweet baby angel for taking my card and truly just swiping it yourself, handing me that, handing me my coffee, and we went on my merry way. I don't know why this is such a problem for me, but I find it so awkward. I find it so bizarre. I don't like it. Can we go back to that? There are like some pre-COVID time things where I'm like, can we just can we just go back to that? You know, I'm totally okay with self-checkout still. Um, I'm so happy to like thank the people at the end of the self-checkout that take the things off or help you with like your ID when you're buying booze and things like that. Like I don't need to stand in line. Even Costco has the self-checkout and they honestly, it's not really a self-checkout. Like you start and then someone comes over and just like, like speed lightning does your groceries for you, which is perfectly fine but then you have to like awkwardly be like are there any boxes around um and then pack it up in your own little box so I don't know anyways so that was just one of the things the second thing um that I wanted to talk about was and I know I'm really behind on the Vanity Fair one but like can we talk about the Kardashians first of all I thought they were going away and I was really looking forward to a world where we did not have to constantly see these people's lives. I do not care about them. They made their money. Good for them. They all have their own spinoff companies. You know, Kim's out here trying to be a lawyer and shit. And like Kanye's putting her stuff on blast 24-7 anyways. So, you know, like everyone has their thing. Courtney's engaged. Kylie had another baby. I heard she changed her baby's name, which is 
really bizarre. They were like, mm, Wolf just doesn't suit him. Well, yeah, no fucking shit. My favorite TikTok I saw was <laughs> Shakira when she's singing She Wolf. And it's like, ah, it's like Stormy calling for her brother. I was dead. But I don't know what she named her baby. Everything I know about these people, I know against my fucking will. But yet I can consciously regurgitate it at a rate which is alarming. You know, Kendall's doing her thing with whatever NBA player her and Chloe are fucking or whatever. Maybe they're friends. Maybe they have brought each other closer by their nasty NBA players. Who fucking knows? You know, Chloe's got her own thing. She's got good American, I will say. Her good American bodysuits, 10 out of 10. Chef's kiss. Love them. Hate to give her my fucking money, but the girl at Nordstrom's just brought it into the fitting room, and I was like, oh, who is this? And she was like, it's good American. And I was like, uh. But it has a square neckline, and these amazing broad shoulders of mine look very good in the square neckline. So I bought it. I did. I can't tell you how much it was because I put it on um, Afterpay, but it was, it's a pretty dope suit. It has like very, very compressed, very beautiful. They come in like size zero and one. I don't really know if their size is above that. I think I got a one. Um, Not really sure how the sizing works. Very, uh, I don't know, like disillusioned sizing, if you will, but yeah, still really good though. Anywho's, um, we're talking about the Vanity Fair video that we all know. We all know about it. You better get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. And I 100% am annoyed by that statement, but also for sure feel the pain of that as somebody who works in corporate and is a hiring manager. Honestly, nobody wants to work these days. People don't even give you the courtesy of a two-week notice anymore. They're like, oh, sweet, immediate resignation. Here's my email. Swag, bye, leave. And like, I truly feel sad when people do that because it comes, it's totally out of the blue. You're completely blindsided. You go into a one-to-one or they ask to speak to you. And if you are a direct report of somebody and you ask to speak to your boss, just know that there is just as much panic on their side as there is when I put time on your calendar because I'm like oh shit oh no someone's quitting oh shit oh no someone's gonna ask me for something that I awkwardly have to say no to like it's just it's so uncomfy you guys so the last like I don't know two months I've received three immediate resignations and it's a killer every time and I don't know if people know how much money um, goes into onboarding people. And I know that it is super different at every company. Um, it's all about your manager experience. It's all about the onboarding process. It's a company culture, but like it is thousands of dollars to bring people on like the time and the energy. There's a book, a corporate book is called time, talent, energy, but it's truly time, talent, energy that goes into reviewing candidates, interviewing them well, making sure you have no questions, making the best hire that's the best fit for your team out of all the candidates that you look through. And then like on our side, everybody works at home now. So we build you a laptop. We send you all the equipment. We make sure that all your paperwork's done. You get your drug testing. You have to attest to, you know, a like confidentiality agreement for my specific line of work and things like that. And then we send you like thousands of dollars of stuff And then all of a sudden people are just like, oh, I don't want to do this at the end of 12 weeks of training. And you're like, I'm going to scream. Like, it's just so hard and it's so sad. And I get that people 
have the right to do that. Like there is no loyalty to a company. I've been at my company for five years, five years. And I'm in the process of being like, what, what is next for me? You know, like what's the general rundown? Where do I go? I want to change my career. I'm super young, whatever. Um, but like your immediate resignation, like unless you have something else lined up and if you do like you guys, as a hiring manager, as a corporate manager, I would love nothing more for you if that's what you want to do. And maybe we've not talked about it or maybe we have. Like I'm fully in support of when people tell me that they're leaving. I'm like, that's really hard for me to hear. But I wish you nothing but the best on your future endeavors. Not in like a shitty bad way, but in a way that I'm just like, truly, if you're going after what you want, like good for you. That's amazing. A little teensy weensy Heads up might have been nice just so I could like get ready to let my recruiter know that I'm going to be hiring again, that I can off start my offboarding process for you, that like if we have a training class coming up that I can, you know, rightfully put people in the correct classes and, you know, oh my God, there's so much thought that goes into it. And if you gave me like a heads up, I would be like, sweet, amazing, like good for you. But yeah, that immediate resignation is just, mm -mm, it's just not it. And like, I'm a big person, like I would give anyone who's a decent worker a letter of recommendation if they ever needed it. Like I am just that person. But if you immediately like turn in your resignation, I like don't, I have, what do I have to say about you? Like that's your last impression that you leave. And that's your last impression with that company. Should you ever want to work there, you know, in the future or like your your ship turns around and you got to come back. I mean, people look at the last interaction and that can be really tough for people to return. So I don't know, just a forewarning, just something to think about. Um, next on my list is Wordle. Raise your hand if you're playing Wordle. Just so you know, I didn't raise my hand because I don't know what Wordle is. I think I downloaded it once and I was like, I don't really think I understand what's going on here. No one gives a shit about your Wordle. I don't want to see it on Instagram. I definitely don't want to see it on Twitter with the little icon box. I don't want to talk about it. I don't get it. Like, it's just one of those things where I'm like, why has this simple app captivated the public? And suddenly everyone's like, yes, today's Wordle. I got it in three or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, what does that mean to me? I don't know. And then there's like a math Wordle type thing that I saw someone playing. And I was like, absolutely not. If you're doing math in your free time, of which I know two people who are. Why are you doing math in your free time? We are graduated from college. We are graduated from grad school. You do not have to keep doing math. If you want to like improve your math skills, like if you're truly really bad at math, that's fine. I'm super bad at math, but we also have calculators and Excel and anything else that literally I can do basic math. But like, when am I ever going to do the quadratic formula? Don't need to. Not in my field. Nope. I don't know if you're doing math, <laughs> if you're doing math as a hobby, <laughs> get a new hobby. I don't know. That's probably not really nice. I practice language as a hobby, but I feel like that's maybe more useful than mental math. Whatever. If it keeps your mind sharp, do your thing. Um, other current events, daylight savings time. I guess next year we're all just going to be on the same time, which is pretty dope. As somebody who lives in Arizona, um, is constantly dealing with daylight savings. Sure. Is it a dumb question to ask um, when it's going to return to normal? I guess it really doesn't matter because at the time, if they did it in the fall, it would spring and then fall back. But then we're just not going to fall spring ahead. So just that's, yep, it's a dumb question. Never mind, guys. It'll be the same time. Um, 
But with Arizona, we don't do daylight savings because we are more progressive than the rest of you. I, that's a total joke. That's a total joke. Um, but it is really hard in from November to May. Nope, March. November to March, I am one hour behind Minnesota, which is where I'm from. So I'm like mountain standard. We're always mountain standard, but not really. And then when you guys spring ahead, so March to November, it's two hours. So then I'm aligned with Pacific Standard Time. And I'm like, God, this is really fucking confusing. I guess it is always Mountain Standard Time. It's just really weird, you guys. I just don't know. So <laughs> I am constantly in flux. And I have employees who sit all over the country. So it's just like, okay, now I'm three hours behind you on the East Coast. And now I'm two hours behind home. And it's just like, oh my God, it's just, it's too much to keep up with. So like, thank God we're getting rid of it. There are no farmers that are, I mean, there, I shouldn't say there are no farmers. There are plenty of farmers in this country, but we don't have like the same institutions that we upheld daylight savings with. Like, so it's fine. It'll be all good. Maybe I would, I'd be interested to honestly see how it affects people with seasonal depression in places where there is limited sunlight because I think that it might get better. I think that you all might be less depressed because you see the sun more on a consistent basis. I mean, for those people who are way up north, like Alaska and Minnesota and the Dakotas and things like that, I mean, maybe you, you get like an hour more. But hey, that's a big difference because I've lived through that. For 29 years, I lived through it. And I know it's it's a lot. So congratulations to the United States of America on um, passing that bill around of applause. The last thing I want to talk about, because it was last night, was the Oscars. What the hell? What the hell? First of all, I really fell off with celebrities after COVID when Gal Gadot was like, let's sing the Beatles song and everybody sings a clip and then we put it out for the world. Like, yeah, you guys do that. Sing songs from your mansion. Don't do anything with your millions, but sing songs. It's like... (laughs) Do you guys remember from Betty Tales? Like, silly songs with Larry. It's like, that's how that felt. It felt like silly songs with Larry. Um, the Oscars to me, I can't tell you the last time I went to a movie. I fucking hate going to the movies. I hate sitting around watching movies. Movies are literally things that I do not have the patience for unless it is a very captivating series like Harry Potter or, I don't know, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, which both ended <laughs> like a decade ago maybe not pirates because they they really tried to drag it out for too long but um I still have time to go see movies I can tell you the only time that I catch on with movies and I'm sure that a lot of people do the same is when I'm flying honestly when I'm on flight if Delta's screening it I'm fucking watching it it doesn't matter what time of year it is that is honestly how I catch up with movies I sometimes will watch the ones on like Disney Plus, but like not as they drop. Like I'm so late to every movie game. Ugh, so late. I just don't have time to sit down and watch some guys. Don't worry, I have eight hours to binge Peaky Blinders and Bridgerton, but I do not have time to sit down for a movie. Um. But anyways, Oscars. Let's talk about Will Smith. What the hell went on? Everything's come out now about. Him saying, like, his actions were inexcusable. If you don't know, last night at the Oscars, Chris Rock, who voices the zebra on Madagascar, was like, G.I. Jane, really looking forward to it, Jada. And, like, 
honestly, the joke kind of went over my head. But if you don't know, Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. She shaved her hair. And I think that the G.I. Jane joke was in regard to, like, being bald. I don't. I honestly don't know, you guys. I could be totally just honestly just fucking up this joke for Chris Rock. It was seriously, that just tells you how little context they had for a lot of people. Like no one's keeping up with that. And if you are like, I mean, good for you, but a lot of people don't. So he makes this joke and Jada has like, she's like, like her face just goes like laser beams. But like, I honestly thought it was staged the way that it was going. And then Will Smith is like laughing and then he looks at Jada and then she's just like, "Mm," and he's like, Okay. And he literally went up on stage and like, it's very hard to tell from the video what the hell happened, but he like slap punched Chris Rock, like in the face. And, and that was it. And I was like, okay, what just happened? And Chris Rock is even like, I just got like hit by Will Smith. Okay. Wow. And then Will Smith is like, keep my wife's name out of your goddamn mouth, out of your fucking mouth or something like that. And it was bizarre. And then he won Best Actor and gave a very bizarre subsequent speech and then, like, apologized at the end. And it was very weird. Um, and then he had, like, a statement that came out today that, like, his actions were inexcusable and that he was really sorry. Um, and... You know, it was just really strange. Like, it was just the strangest thing I have ever seen in my life. He said, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. Comes after the Oscars Film Academy condemned Smith over the incident and announced a formal review. The star slapped Rock in the face on stage after the comic made a joke about the actor's wife. Rock had taken aim at Pinkett Smith's shaved head as a result of hair loss. Okay, from alopecia. Okay, we already knew that. Um, so, yeah, he picked up his Oscar for playing the father of tennis legends Venus and Serena Williams in King Richard. Um, and that said, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive, Smith said in the statement, which was posted on my Instagram. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards is unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. He apologized directly to Rock, stating he was out of line. He also apologized to the Academy and the Williams family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I mean, he was laughing at first, so I don't really know. I think he really looked to Jada to see how he took it, or she took it, excuse me, and then, like, reacted an emotional reaction as opposed to, like, a response. Um, And I think that both things were... Really, I think it was just poor behavior on both sides, to be honest with you. Chris Rock didn't have to go that far. Um, I think that a large majority of the world does not know that Jada Pinkett Smith has a medical condition. And I think that making fun of anyone's medical condition is wide scale, usually unacceptable. I think comedy has very wide boundaries for those types of things. I don't really think the Oscars is a place to go for it. Um, but it was pretty tame. I don't, it really depends on your sense of humor. I'm not excusing Chris Rock or I'm not siding with him. I think both sides handled it really poorly. So whatever. Um, I just thought it was really weird. I saw some other strange interactions like, um, Caitlyn Jenner going up to Lady Gaga and was like, are you still in Malibu? Like, I don't see you at Starbucks anymore. And Lady Gaga could not look more disgusted 
and was like, I switched baristas and just like glares the hell out of Caitlin. Caitlin's like, okay, great seeing you. And it's just the most awkward shit I've ever seen in my life. And then I watched a red carpet review. I watch a lot of fashion stuff and I was watching the fashion review. And to be honest, everyone underwhelming. A lot of weird, weird outfit choices, like not going to lie. And then why were there just random TikTok stars at the Oscars? Like I love Chris and Ian as individuals, but like why the fuck were they there? They have nothing to do with filmmaking. Fill the audience, sure. But like why were they there? Why are TikTokers at everything? And why do they dress so poorly? Like Emma Chamberlain is a YouTuber and was dressed by Louis Vuitton. She wasn't there. I'm just giving an example, but usually okay. I think the commercial part of like the clothing lines for who dressed them is really available and widely attainable to people, children, individuals, consumers of TikTok. Um, it's like in their price range more and or young children can beg their parents for that if they have the money. So I don't know. They all just looked really, really not well. Um, I will say though that Oh, there was somebody who was dressed really great and now I forget, but regardless, what an interesting evening. That's honestly this last weekend's um, and last few weeks current events. I don't know what compelled me to do this, but I'm glad that we could just sit here and chit chat for 20 minutes. Fabulous. I'll be back soon. I'm reading an amazing book called Attached. It is a amazing, amazing, I need to find another word besides amazing, um, but book uh, on the study of attachment theory and attachment styles. Um, as most of you know, I work in mental health and I truly believe that this book has changed my perspective on how I view people and my relationships with them, whether they are interpersonal, whether they are romantic, professional, whatever it might be. Um, they're largely rooted in romance. But it is something that I want to talk about more. And I think that I'm going to do a series on all the different attachment styles, which will be really exciting to record. Anyways, looking forward to that. Looking to share that with all of you. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are amazing. You come back every single time. I love you so much. And all of your support means the absolute world to me. I hope that you take care and we will talk very soon. Thank you.